Let us be attentive. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it is said, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he also descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is he who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And his gifts were that some should be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. St. Matthew, let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus heard that John had been arrested. He withdrew into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he went and dwelt in Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled, the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, toward the sea across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and for those who sat in the region, in shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time Jesus began to preach, Saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In this morning's Gospel, we hear appropriately the final section 
on how Jesus began his ministry. Now I say appropriately because, as you know, the celebration of the Feast of Theophany or Epiphany is that first sort of step in Jesus' baptism that he takes before he begins his ministry. So during this time of year, we read all of these gospel lessons that surround that period of getting to know John through today, and today is that final reading. This section begins with the words of St. John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 1. This morning's Gospel ends this section of Matthew with the words of Christ after John's death in Matthew Chapter 4, verse 17, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So this morning I just want to spend a few moments looking at this gospel passage that, round out, that rounds out the beginning of Christ's ministry. We begin this morning's gospel with the news that John had been arrested. And this seems to move Jesus into action. He leaves Nazareth behind and goes into Galilee. But why does Jesus wait for this to happen? What is the significance? St. John, the forerunner in Baptist, plays an essential part in God's plan. St. John is the last prophet of the Old Testament. And it is at this point, when he is arrested, that the Old Testament comes to a close. So when we see St. John up here on the altar screen, We should remember he's not standing next to Christ because they were cousins, but it is because John bridges the old and the new. He is God's chosen vessel to serve as his forerunner. So Jesus here teaches us a little patience. Jesus is the good news, but until the Old Testament had taken its course, it was still not yet his time. Continuing in this gospel passage, we see that Jesus decides to move to the territory of Zebulon and Naphtali. Isaiah writes about a great light coming to the people in the region that he calls the shadow of death. Now just to clarify what this means, this region was on the outskirts of the ancient Jewish territories And it was the first of the Jewish lands to fall under the control of the Babylonians. But what is interesting in this section is the allusion to light and darkness. In the Jewish temple, it was customary to burn an oil lamp on the altar, similar to the one we have on our altar. Now the lamp on the Jewish altar was a symbol of the Old Testament law. The image that Matthew creates for us this morning is as if a single light was all that we had and then all of a sudden the sun comes up. Jesus is a light that surpasses even the rays of the sun. So how appropriate is it that it is the, that the place where he begins his ministry is known as the shadows of death? Jesus didn't come into the world for fanfare and pomp and circumstance. He came in for you and I.
to bring light to our dimly lit lives. And finally, the section comes to a close where it begins with the words, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The Old and New Testaments are not foreign to one another. They work in harmony for our edification and for our benefit on our path towards righteousness. The Old Testament ends with John's call to repentance, and the New Testament begins with Christ's same call for repentance. In closing, I would like to share a quick definition of repentance as repentance being a dialogue of turning towards God. I love that phrase and definition because it shows that there is no true end to our repentance. As long as we live, we must continue that dialogue. For most of us, there is no way to avoid sin. However, we are given this gift of repentance for our spiritual benefit. So as we spend the beginning of January, as we normally do, thinking of ways to better ourselves for the next 12 months, take some time to rekindle that dialogue towards God, remembering the first preaching Christ did was to call us to repentance. Amen. Again, we bow before you and we pray to you, O good and loving God, hear our supplications.